I had a fry every day this summer. Go from that building site. You know, now again, we didn't win, so maybe it wasn't the right thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> I should have been there to the pasta. <laughs> OTB AM, live weekday mornings from 7.30 on the OTB Sports app. OTB AM. With Gillette, get into your flow with the new Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar. Let's turn our attention to yesterday's Camogie final. Fiona Hickey joins us. Fiona, good morning to you. How are you getting on? Hi, how are you getting on, lads? You well? Uh, incredible drama at the end. Was the result a fair one, or would actually a draw, if if the last chance had gone over, would that have been kind of what the doctor ordered? What did you think? Yeah, yeah, I probably think the Cork really probably deserved the draw in the end. Uh, you wouldn't have thought it after 15 minutes or so, um, or even before the game. I genuinely, I would have thought that Kilkenny, you know, they've been the most consistent team all year. And um, I thought that they... I suppose I thought that they'd let cut loose in this final, but Cork, Cork stopped that happening. You know they didn't get going for a while, but um, and it was just yeah. I suppose Cork could come out with the draw. Ashling Thompson has you've seen her hit those points, you know, day in day out. But it was such a pressure shot, so um, I suppose a draw, yeah, could have been could have been the fair result on the day. But uh, Kilkenny, to be fair, have been on the on the losing side from you know little you know, points the Cork has scored near the end of games as well. So it was kind of, it was, it was good for them to come out on the right side of it for once. Is that something you've seen change with Kilkenny over the last few years? The fact that they can grind out these big games in the big moments? Yeah, I suppose. Like you think back to 2020 and uh, I suppose Denise Gall was a bit of a hero again yesterday, but in 2020 when she'd stand up to take that penalty, you know, in the dying minutes, she stuck it. And I suppose the consistency of management and the consistency of players. Now, they've lost a few from last year, obviously, but, you know, they still have their, you know, their great mix of, you know, experience and, I suppose, younger players. But um, the driving force there, Denise Gall, Miriam Walsh, Claire Phelan, they're all still there. And I, I, I do think that, like, Brian, Brian Dowling has just done great work with them, I suppose, yeah, mentally, uh, to be able to grind out these wins now. So, it's you know, it's great, great for them. What happened in that first half after the comeback from Cork and maybe a little bit of a retreat from Kilkenny? Was was there a tactical shift or, or what caught your eye in, in those few minutes? Yeah, it was such an interesting um, period. I would actually say that Kilkenny probably didn't capitalise enough on, um, I suppose, Cork's slow start. They had the same slow start against Waterford. So I suppose Kilkenny could have been prepared first and could have, you know, hit the juggler a few times. I think they, they probably didn't capitalise enough on this slow start from Cork. And I suppose once Cork settled into it, I really thought that uh, Finola Neville had a great game there at centre-forward yesterday. And, to, you know, Katrina Mackey was actually free inside. She easily could have hand-passed off that ball for Katrina to kind of stick it in the back of the net. But Finola said, I'm, I'm doing this myself. Like, she's been a real, a super, super asset to Cork this year, especially with Orla Cronin missing. So, um, yeah, I suppose Cork just settled into it and, and, you know, they took off their, they picked off their scores one by one. It was, it was a slow comeback, but to go in a draw at halftime after, you know, going down, you know, six points and, you know, they really, Kilkenny did, you know, were lucky to be going in at a draw at halftime. So, um, yeah, I suppose Cork just settled into it. It's been a slow start. I saw Paddy Murray talking about it on the, on the Sunday game last night. You know, they've had two, you know, slow starts and, he reckons, you know, I don't know that things aren't set up as they should be, I suppose, maybe. I don't know. Yes, it, it is interesting because you mentioned the Waterford game and it's two games in a row now where uh, they've been in a slow start and I guess it probably cost them in the end then yesterday, all things considered. Like, is it something to do with their style of play, like the, the hard running through the middle? Does that just take maybe a quarter of a game just to get fully up to speed or 
or is that just all reading into it a little bit too much? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I suppose with the change of management, the change change in I suppose the addition of you know, as we all know, Davy Fitz is there in the backroom team as well. It's probably taken Cork maybe. You know, they were so used to the game they were playing. I suppose a few key players missing, Orla Cronin, Orla Cotter's not there. You know, I suppose maybe it's just taking a while. I, I, the, the term transition is used a bit. I suppose they are seriously in transition at the moment with their, you know, their older, experienced players, their younger players coming through. Great girls coming up from minor. Um, and I suppose just with the change in management, it probably has set them back a small bit this year. But to still reach, you know, an honour and final, only lose, lose by a point. They're just, they just don't go away. Cork are not going away. Um, so that's a real credit to them, you know. Um, but I suppose getting to grips with the new new coaches on the sideline, new management, you know, it's it's not easy even for teams that have, you know, been together and been so successful like Cork for years, you know. It is an incredible um, staying power by both these teams when you think back to that All-Ireland final in 2016 that Kilkenny won by four points. Since then, like they were, they played each other the following two years after that. Uh, Kilkenny were only beaten by Galway and sorry, Kilkenny lost both those. Kilkenny were beaten by Galway the, the year after, came back and beat Galway and then Cork played Galway last year and they end up back here again. Like, is, are, is this a proper golden age rivalry between the two teams at the moment? And is the needle... Um, the needle certainly would seem to suggest it is. The top, the top three are there and thereabouts. Not there, thereabouts. They're there. They're there always. You know, you have your Kilkenny, Cork and Galway. And it's so hard for other teams at the moment to try and break through. I do think, you know, Waterford had a really, really good chance this year of, uh, you know, coming through that Cork semi-final. You know, they put up a great performance against them. But again, as you said, it's the staying power. I suppose it's the mentality. Cork just... They just keep coming back, and you know, I suppose Waterford would be the closest at the moment to kind of coming close to the top three. But I really thought that once Kilkenny had kind of, you know, Kilkenny and Galway would have been the best two teams in the country this year. I would have said, and I suppose Kilkenny got the harder semi-final um, draw against Galway. Um, but to, when they overcame Galway, I genuinely thought that they would be, you know, they'd breeze into this All Ireland final and they'd really take it in their stride. But you know, again, all credit due to Cork, they really, you know, put put a halt to the gallop after you know uh, they took off at such a high speed. One of the things that we, you know that that um, we've talked about there is is Kilkenny's ability to come back from these heartbreaking defeats. Cork are now going to be charged with doing the same thing. But uh, do we expect the same Cork team? So obviously, as we know, some changes in the backroom team. Davies Fitz has, has stepped away. So, uh, will some of those older players step away now too? Do you think? Yeah, it's a, it's a hard it's a hard one to say. Like they haven't won silverware in a while now. You know, I know those girls are just you know they'll be you know in agony this morning waking up. You know, the likes of Ashton Thompson. You have you know Katrina Mackey's been such a soldier for Cork over the years. Chloe Sigerson, um, I suppose Laura Tracy's to, you know, put the hand up there at centre back as well. There's those girls around for a long time. They're still not, you know, none of them I'd say they're not even thirty, some of them, do you know what I mean? So they're they're still there's I don't know. I think they'll be hurting. And I do think that the the draw of winning silverware could bring them back, but you know, as I said, I do believe that Kilkenny and Galway are the best two teams in the country at the moment. So, you know, whether they see it as, you know, I suppose a goal of theirs to come back and try to, you know, get back in the in the top two teams of the country. It's, it, you know, it, it's, it's a tough mountain to climb now, as I said, the transition, between the transition with the younger players, the older players. You know, we saw Jim O'Connor stepping away last year. I don't. I don't know. Um, yeah, I think t- time will tell. They're not. You know, they're 
there is still something for them to get out of this championship um, next year. But um, I suppose, yeah, time will tell. In terms of the, the difference between the two teams yesterday, is it just that uh, at the very last minute, the free goes over and Ashton Thompson misses? And, you know, that's sport. Sometimes one team wins. They're not necessarily the better team, even though coming into the game, you thought they had been the better team. In the end, there was nothing between these sides. Yeah, I genuinely thought that Kenny, as I said, would be the most consistent team all year. And um, yeah, I suppose the goal was it was a funny one. You know, um, Kenny didn't really look like, you know, they didn't, Cork's defensive setup was quite good. They didn't really look like they could have, you know, they didn't come close to scoring a goal, I suppose, all throughout the game. And But they really, really pressed on. They knew they had to score that goal. And, you know, it was very disappointing for Amy Lee. You know, I don't think she made, you know, a huge mistake, really. She'd set up to save a goal because they needed a goal. It was the last minute of the match. She knew there was going to be a goal shot coming in. Uh, it ended up taking a dirty deflection. It was loopy. You know, she ended up backtracking. It was just, it was, I suppose, in a way, it was nice for Kilkenny to get a break like that because, as I said, Cork were so used to getting those little breaks in, in, in All-Ireland Finals in 2017, 2018. Like, but, you know, do those breaks just happen because of luck or is it, you know, they're grinding them out really? Like, I, I, I don't know. I think that... I do think Kilkenny on form all year, you know, deserved to win yesterday. But you know, you can't. You don't. No one deserves to win an All Ireland. Like you have to. You have to grind it out. Um, so yeah. Had you Kilkenny down as your All Ireland champions before the year began? When you take into account all the retirements, the people who've gone travelling, obviously the the bad injuries uh, that happened to a couple of their players. Did that dissuade you at all before the championship began that they might not get over the line? I suppose there's been injuries and travelling and retirements everywhere, really. So, no, I I still think even with the likes of um, the Doyle sisters and doing their cruise ships, I suppose Galway had their fair share of bad news as well and Rebecca Henley and Orla McGrath and um, Cork, I suppose, as we know, Orla Cronin was a huge loss there yesterday. So, I still, I think... with all the all the players that ended up, you know, not playing this year in the senior championship, it was all kind of every team, you know, suffered their their blows. I think so. I still would have said Kilkenny, um, yeah, would have been my front runners. Even even with the, I suppose Katie Power being back as well was huge. Um, so she was a nice little addition back into the team when um, for that All Ireland final after missing it, you know, uh, through injury in twenty twenty. So um, I, I think. In the grand scheme of things, every team suffered their blows. Every every team this year, I suppose, had a lot to deal with with injuries. Um, so yeah, I, I don't think it made you know Kilkenny had the had the depth in their panel to just you know bring on bring on you know girls who with little experience. Like um, yeah, so I don't think it made a huge difference. No, I still would have said Kilkenny would have been number one for me anyway. Uh, Katie Nolan got player of the match on TV last night. Was was that the correct call, or could potentially Miriam Walsh have been able to shout for that as well? Miriam was unreal from play and myself and Sarah Donovan are big fans of Miriam Walsh we'll, we'll always uh, yeah, always back her up um, just unbelievable talent uh, just to have someone such a presence in the square at all times and just she she got some fantastic scores yesterday but Katie Nolan I think deserved yeah her Man of the Match um, award um, just so solid on the freeze and just to have the I suppose Denise Gall unbelievable free taker Denise decided yesterday you know she missed one and here you go, Katie. Up to you now. And Katie just, you know, relished the challenge. Um, she was fantastic from play. So solid on the freeze. Um, yeah, I think she was great. Yeah, super, super um, player for Kilkenny and has just had a really consistent year. So definitely well-deserving um, of her man of the match yesterday. Definitely, yeah. We should probably give uh, a mention to the junior final as well, which 
Antrim won and one of the great performances we're ever likely to see on All-Ireland final day came from Dervla Cosgrove who scored four goals and two points hat-trick of goals in the space of 84 seconds um, yeah. I'm not sure like the, the David Clifford playing minor for Kerry kind of comes to mind when you see those sort of statistics <laughs> yeah. She's what a dream day for them. Like I saw our Matt playing uh, this year actually against our Limerick junior team. They gave him a, a bit of a hide and they were unreal. Like our Matt were fantastic. And for Antrim to come out and just have a performance like that, as you said, um, I think um, I think Jervis took it into her own hands, you know, there at one stage. She just, oh my God, she could do no wrong. Like, you know, scoring, yeah, one of the quickest hat-tricks in scored in probably many sports you know so it was absolutely it was amazing I was actually just so delighted for them because they just didn't even let our, our man play yesterday you know they they were so used to playing so freely and putting up such high scores and it was just really entrance day yesterday yeah How important are those intermediate and junior grades in terms of being a pointer for maybe next season and some of the talent that might come through to some of the, the senior teams because I know Brian Dowling was making that point around Sophie Dwyer coming off the intermediate panel this year and saying listen I'm going to be a senior yeah, and same like Fanola Neville there for Cork, um, you know, starting centre forward yesterday. She was playing with the intermediate, intermediates for, you know, a few years as well. So you see there, Cork did have their intermediate team laying yesterday. Galway had theirs. That's just a sign of how strong those two counties are. I do think um, the second string teams in the counties um, are so important for development. You know, those girls can go off and play, you know, in-house matches, 60 players there, you know, between the two squads. But not only for second string teams, but for the likes of Antrim, Armagh, you know, winning, you know, yesterday for Antrim is huge. Antrim are taking part in, you know, senior, you know, league this year. They put up great, um, or they're, they're, they're absolutely flying it up there. And it's just such a, I suppose, the day out in Croke Park, you know, it's amazing. We were there, you know, we won the intermediate in 2014. It's just such an important day out for counties. It's great to see some silverware coming back and I suppose just getting some some recognition for all the hard work you put in all year and just being able to, you know, play on the biggest stage and the biggest day, it, it's, it's so important. And attendance figures were quite good yesterday. So I suppose um, just a bit more promotion needed now. Um, I suppose getting Glenn, Glenn Dimplex in this year as sponsors is amazing just to, you know, um, freshen it up a small bit. So I just think that, uh, yeah, Mogi's in a good place, but these junior, intermediate, th- those finals are so, so, so important um, for both developing your second string team players into senior players and for the counties that are, you know, competing at the junior grade just to kind of take the step up then the following year. Yeah, well, there's no reason why Antrim shouldn't be competing at senior level given the size of the county and the resources available to them and their tradition of producing senior All-Ireland winning teams. Like, um, you know, the the Antrim GA has had a lot of help but needs a lot of help and certainly um, you would hope that they're getting their house in order. One last question for you. Who's the player of the year? Oh, I don't know. Um... She's hard to look past. I think Denise Gall again. I just think she's been so solid all year. Like and um, yeah, I'm just gonna yeah. I th- I go Denise. I just think absolutely the one player you'd want on your side to be able to step up uh, to to give away to be able to admit that oh geez I'm not having a great day on the freeze to give them to another player and then the dying minutes there's another free and this is mine hand up I'm gonna score this she did she popped it over the bar I just think for consistency for that's a girl I'd like to yeah have on my team Fiona good stuff we leave it there thanks a million cheers thanks bye OTB AM with Gillette get into your flow with the new Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar